my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! It's time for school, but you're not going to be saved by this bell. Established in 2016, Stride Pro Wrestling trainers have put their years of experience to help train the next generation of professional wrestlers. Nearly a dozen students have graduated and are now making a name for themselves, not only here at Stride Pro Wrestling, but beyond. Our athletes aren't locked into any long-term contracts, so if you want to train, use your head and contact Stride Pro Wrestling today. It's training you'll flip for. So kick your future into high gear now. Hey friends, welcome to episode 346 of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. I am Kevin Huntsperger. I am the host. And this week, uh, as you're listening to this, if you are listening to it uh, the week that it drops, uh, I am in South Dakota on vacation. And I uh, decided to do an Ask My One Two Three Cents slash share some opinions and thoughts on the current state or some current news items. And I say current as of Thursday, July 1st, as I am recording this episode. And it will, of course, drop on Monday, July 5th. And if you are listening in the first few hours of July 5th, I encourage you to check out uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash my123cents and pick up uh, a new shirt. We have my one two three cents designs. There's two Mondo shirts, and there's two Stride Pro Wrestling shirts. And the proceeds from the shirt sales go to benefit Stride Pro Wrestling, which, by the way, is coming back again on Saturday, July 10th, uh, at our facility in Carterville, Illinois. I look forward to everyone coming out and enjoying the show. And I uh, will be there, obviously. And my dog just walked into the room here, so going to try to uh, hide myself a little bit better here. I apologize for that interruption. But yeah, Stride Pro Wrestling. Again, you can always check out strideprowrestling.com. Keep up with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those good things. YouTube as well. The YouTube shows uh, is where uh, our past shows are, have been popping up, and you heard Tyler Heath Hatton and I talking about Stride just last week on the latest two is greater than one episode. So, I uh, want to get into obviously uh, the rest of the show here and uh, remind people too to check out the Stride Pro, I'm sorry, the My One Two Three Cents. Uh, Facebook group uh, trying to encourage some discussion and conversation and it's gone a little slow but if you want to come in and weigh in on anything or drop your opinions drop your one two three cents I'd love to hear from you and uh, we'll keep that conversation going as well 
Um, as I am recording this, uh, just a couple of hours before I started recording, we got some sad news that Del Wilkes, who uh, most of us remember as the Patriot, has passed away, had a massive heart attack at the age of 59. Very sad, very scary. My condolences, my thoughts and prayers go out to his family and his friends and his fans. You know, I, I can remember the Patriot back in the, um, I, I want to say probably the first incarnation I remember, or the first time I remember hearing of the Patriot uh, was through the Aftermags, and it was when he was wrestling with Global. Uh, I believe he started in Global, and then, uh, you know, I, I saw a little bit of Global uh, wrestling on, uh, maybe on ESPN, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, then, of course, he and Marcus Bagwell teamed up as the uh, team of Stars and Stripes, and uh, then, of course, uh, he had a, a brief run in the WWF, which um, I, I, it wasn't the greatest run. I, I remember seeing him live in person at the uh, Bad Blood pay-per-view, the In Your House Bad Blood. It was the very first Hell in a Cell. It was held in St. Louis, and it was the Patriot and Vader what a team that was, uh, taking on Bret Hart and Davey Boy Smith in a tag team flag match. And this was the tail end. This was actually Bret's last pay-per-view before the Montreal Screwjob. So, you know, his his lot in life wasn't uh, the brightest. Uh, obviously, I think the Hell in a Cell match kind of uh, uh, eclipsed everything that was going on that night. But... Del Wilkes, the Patriot. I, I believe, I, I feel like Del Wilkes was also the trooper in the AWA now that I'm thinking about it. And, and I I think I'm right on that. But uh, yeah, I you know, I, I, I enjoyed his run in WCW as uh, the Patriot with the tag team Stars and Stripes, I think more so than I did his WWF run. And that's not on him as much as it is on, you know... I think by 1997, the patriotic stuff had run its course. You know, for years we had seen guys like Hacksaw Duggan and Hulk Hogan and, uh, you know, even Lex Luger, the patriotic version of Lex Luger. You know, they'd all kind of uh, been played out. And, and, you know, in 1997, America was not, and I'm, I'm not saying we shouldn't always be patriotic, especially now that it's, uh, July 4th weekend as as I'm recording this. But, uh, you know, in 1997, there was no conflict going on. We didn't have 9-11 yet. And, you know, not that patriotism is never out of style, but I think sometimes in wrestling, it becomes too much of a trope that they lean on. Um, and, you know, Del Wilkes, I think, could have been uh, somebody even without the mask and without the Patriot gimmick. So again, our, our condolences go out to his family, friends, and fans. Um, I also wanted to briefly touch on, uh, AEW dynamite from this past week or from last week now as, as you're listening to this and Jim Ross made a gaffe and, and said, uh, WWE dynamite, uh, at the tail end of the show. And, you know, he immediately started getting beat up on social media. I, I listen. I, I think that we all make mistakes. Um, people, especially people who are are on a live broadcast, whether it's TV, radio, um, you know, whatever you're doing, when it's live, 
you're going to make mistakes. And I know that Jim Ross is a professional and I know some people aren't cutting him any slack because of that. And they say that he's made too many mistakes and, and yada, yada, yada. I say, give the man a break. Um, yeah, it, I think it was funny. I think a lot of people thought it was funny, and I, the memes, I'm laughing at them, and I think JR is too, I, but the people who are calling for him to quit or get fired or, you know, saying that he's too old, and, you know, I don't know, I I, I just think that you make a few mistakes and, and people want your head on a platter, and I get it, you want uh, everything to be great and perfect and, and whatnot, but you know, to me, it shows that we're all human. And I, I don't think it's because he wants to go back to the WWE or anything like that. You know, you read people's, uh, the comments, uh, man, the comments from people, it's just insane what they say. And, you know, I realize by me voicing my opinion now uh, about them voicing their opinion is, is contradictory. But I, I just think that calling for someone to lose their job over this um, or to suggest that he's doing it on purpose because he wants to go back to WWE. I don't think Vince would would hire him back, quite honestly. Um, but that's neither here nor there, I suppose. Um, I, I did say, I did promise this was an ask, my one, two, three cents, and, and Chad Smart, my buddy who joins me for Movie Mania here and, and for other uh, incarnations of the podcast. He is the uh, owner and founder of the uh, Positive Cynicism Podcasting Network. He wants to know where I'm at. Well, I mentioned it earlier. I'm in South Dakota uh, marking a uh, destination off of my bucket list. I've never been to South Dakota, so uh, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, I have already seen Mount Rushmore and enjoyed some fireworks for the 4th of July and I'm enjoying some uh, trails and some hiking areas. And also enjoying some breweries, which shouldn't come as a surprise. And I wish that I was able to do wrestling under the influence while I was out there. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, thank you, Chad, for your question. I also got a, a couple of other questions, and we'll we'll knock those out. Greg Mahachko, who is the founder of the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network and the uh, host, co-host, if you will, of uh, Nerds United right here on Jittery Monkey, uh, talks about the recent episode of 83 Weeks where uh, Larry Zabisco referred to what would happen at the Bash of the Beach as being a new world order of professional wrestling. Now, according to Eric Bischoff, this was before he pitched the idea to Hulk Hogan and slipped in the name New World Order. Having some fun with this new information, what are some other names that could have been given to the initial trio of Hogan, Hall, and Nash? I think one might be Bad Back Inc., that's from Greg Mahachko. He's he's saying bad bad ink. I uh, I get the uh, the joke and and uh, I think that really with the um, you know the the new world order uh, and and I believe even during the the promo Hulk Hogan says new world order once and then I believe he says new world organization. Um, throughout the rest of it, but it was really kind of a work in progress, I think. And, you know, it's hard to believe that we just passed the 25 year anniversary of the new world order, the new, the NWO, uh, formation, and really something that revolutionized the world of professional wrestling. Now, what names would I have given it or what, what other, 
you know, I think that w- one name that they eventually ended up using for a faction in WCW, the Millionaires Club, uh, you know, because the implication was that these were disgruntled WWE uh, workers who were coming in. So obviously, I believe uh, we could uh, deduce that Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and Hulk Hogan most certainly were millionaires. I don't know that that moniker would have fit those three. I think that Outsiders was great too for the tag team, and I think that that could have potentially worked uh, with Hogan in there as well. But uh, you know, I, it's it's so funny that you know sometimes these simple little things that happen, these little coincidences or uh, things that weren't necessarily meant or intended to happen, end up happening and. and how they changed the trajectory of everything. And so uh, New World Order, I can't imagine there not being an NWO and, and calling it the NWO. So, uh, Greg, thank you for your question. And, and Tyler Adams, another longtime supporter and, and friend of the show and a supporter of Stride Pro Wrestling, I appreciate it. Uh, he asks, do I think the return of crowds will bring out more creative side for WWE? I certainly hope so. Um, I don't want to be one of those that uh, complains about everything and, and complains about the stories and, and whatnot going on in WWE. It has become a little mundane, and I do think that without the crowds there to, you know, I think a live crowd is the best way uh, to determine whether or not things are working. You know, you get that instant barometer and, and you know right away if a guy or girl is is getting over with the crowd, if if people uh, in the crowd are digging a storyline, and that's hard to do through Thunderdome, and it's hard to do through uh, having you know your enhancement talent in the crowd or you know just a, a small handful of people. So I certainly hope that as we continue to um, you know work through COVID nineteen and and you know, getting back to a more normal life. Uh, the crowds are going to be great. I cannot wait. Um, Chad and I, a couple weeks ago, we, we discussed it uh, probably about just over a month ago. Now, uh, we watched, uh, the AEW pay-per-view and it was great having a live crowd there and, and seeing that reaction and, you know, the wrestlers responding to it. And, and Tyler and I have talked about this before as, as well, you know, you know, not on, quite the same scale but obviously you know with stride and being there and and doing those first gosh probably five or six shows four or five shows at least uh that we had to do with no crowd at all and that was tough it it really was tough and i could tell it was tough for the guys uh in the ring wrestling as well because some of them had never well, I, I would almost venture to say a lot of them hadn't wrestled in front of other than practice. Uh, but, you know, when you're when you're getting in there and, and performing and doing your all and, it, you know, the crowd just helps energize the talent in the ring, the talent outside of the ring. You know, it, it, it's just it, it's a it's a game changer. And I think we've learned that over the last, what, 14, 15, 16 months, how important that crowd is to any event, not just wrestling, but, you know, sporting events and, and, and concerts and whatnot, obviously concerts. But, um, so I'm, I'm excited for crowds to be out there again and, and really looking forward to that. So Tyler, thank you for that question. And I do think that, you know, we'll, we'll get some, some maybe different storytelling or different approaches, uh, 
when you are getting that instant feedback and not just uh, the comments on social media or the ratings from from cable or uh, you know because there's so many variables that go into that but really that instant crowd response because those are paying fans that want to be there and, and want to see your show so time will tell and I'm, I'm hoping it, it tells us for the best I also want to mention as I get ready to wrap up and I, I mentioned I'm recording this on Thursday uh, July 1st um, I uh, stopped on my way home from work tonight uh, to pick up some some pizza from Papa John's in Carbondale Illinois and, and there was a worker in there a guy who recognized me, I think, from my days on the news. But the thing that caught my attention was, he goes, it's the great Kevin Huntsperger, the voice of my one, two, three cents, the podcast. And that really popped me. And it made my night because I had not a great day. Uh, I didn't have the best day uh, today and, and the last couple of days as I'm getting ready for vacation and things are just kind of a little stressful. But uh it made my night, and and I and I didn't catch his name, and I wish now that I would have asked for it. But uh, if you happen to be listening to this, and you're that guy, I I I really appreciate it. I really, really, sincerely do, and uh, thank you for making my evening. I want to thank all of you for listening and supporting my one two three cents. Leave a review, um, and again, if you are so inclined and and you missed the sale the July 4th sale. There'll be other sales for Pro Wrestling Tees. There always are. Uh, But if you uh, are so inclined to buy a shirt without a sale, I would be more than appreciative of that as well. Again, it's prowrestlingtees.com slash my123cents. And then you can also check out the collar and elbow, uh, you know, collar and elbow brand and uh, just put in promo code my123cents and you save 10% anytime. Doesn't have to be a special holiday or anything. You save 10% on your order. So friends, thanks again for listening. Stay tuned and we will be back next week. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.